Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Erin, you're a mom. You're a mom. Calm Down with Erin and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Guys, welcome to the Calm Down podcast. We got a lot to talk about. A couple of things. Actors are on strike. We're the only people working. We, we're for hire. Anyone need me for a game show? Chris and I would love to host. Okay, second of all, LeBron, LeBronzing, who's coming with me? Not retiring. I gotta say this, and it's not a headline, it's an opinion, but I could write that article for you. Margot Robbie is killing the Barbie looks. Uh, I mean, I know we talked about Barbie. Crushing all of them. It's great. He looks amazing. I don't know who the casting director is, but those two together... Great. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, I have seen from TMZ footage of Vanderpump Rules. They are filming and no one knows where Rachel is. Where is she? I think I saw something last night as I was trying to go to sleep, but you know, I'm really, I I, I can't concentrate of Sheena giving it to one of the Toms, meaning yelling, but I, I'm dialed in. I mean, is, where's Rachel? Where is she? We should go, we should go as an extra, but you don't really have a lot of time to go out because the third and final headline of the week, ladies and gentlemen, My life is, is over. <laughs> Aaron kidding. Andrews is a mother. Oh, Yay! Yeah. I could cry. My apologies to the Calm Down podcast for rearranging their schedules and everything. Thank you. You guys have been so freaking patient and I love you for it. Now, my girlfriend who's on the other side of this has been very patient with me through these nine months because she has literally lived, breathed, and her boyfriend's been carrying an egg for me. We'll get to that. <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Wait, okay. We're going to get to all the specifics, but seriously, and I have cried every happy tear for you. And I literally was going to drive to the hospital and meet you as soon Aww. as your baby boy came out. Now tell the world his name, tell me everything in that moment. And then we'll work backwards on how this incredible nine-year journey culminated in a perfect baby boy. But tell me, like, take me into the delivery room that day. Whoa. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got to we got to we got to do an outline. Where are we starting? Okay, where should we start? 
I want to start with the moment that you saw him, because I don't think you and I haven't talked about this. We've talked about a lot of it. So the moment we saw him, I think I was like, hi, hi. It was funny because as soon as the nurses took him out, they were like, he's got hair and he's really cute. And we had had, you know, it was kind of crazy in the delivery room up until they got him out. We can get into that. So I wasn't even thinking, oh my gosh, does he have hair? Is he cute? I was just like, is this guy okay? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Hey, another headline, Jets on hard knocks. I know a quarterback that's going to love that. I mean, by the way, welcome to Aaron Andrews and motherhood. We're talking about the baby <laughs> and the birth canal. And she's like, breaking news. Back to you, Kevin and Greg. Jesus. I love you. Okay, go. Back to your baby okay, boy. Okay, so yeah, just I was I was like, hi. Like, it was just kind of like, they just like throw him in your arms and it's all happening at once and it's wild and it's crazy. And like, I remember even when we were getting ready to take him outside back into our room, we put him in this rolly thing and we're like, are we allowed to take him like out? Like, and they're like, yeah, put him in this little rolly thing, which those are great, by the way. We haven't even talked about that. Um, are you talking about so a stroller? Yeah. What are you talking about, rolly thing? putting a newborn in a stroller. I got a lot to teach you before it's your turn. You know what we're going to talk about? Oh, I love that you just said that to me. I got a lot to teach you. Okay, so you mean the actual like things that you see in the movies where they put the babies in the little like, yeah. Plastic bed thing. And then, yeah. go, which by yep. the way, like our nursery is still a thing. Like ours didn't go in one. He didn't go into the nursery. He stayed in our room overnight. All right. Let's start in order. Where are okay, we? We'll start, in this we'll start in order. Okay. I just wanted that moment that you like see him because this has been a nine year journey, which I know that we sit here and rightfully so and can like make like funny little like quirks and jokes and you can smile because you finally got the baby boy that you've always wanted and granted boy, girl, whatever it was that I just can't imagine how grateful and everything that you feel. But on the other side of that, you know how difficult this has been. So yeah, start wherever you want to start. Let's go and let's go through because I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are going through similar things or have gone through similar things. And a lot of our listeners have been so awesome in terms of reaching out DM wise of like books for me to read. Um, You know, when I I hadn't divulged that we were actually pregnant and so forth. So, um, you know, we have been pretty candid on this podcast, which I have appreciated just about my journey and the struggle. I did nine years of IVF, like, you know, was trying really, really hard. And you and I have talked about it, about trying to get eggs. I just couldn't produce eggs. Yes. Did my age have a lot to do with it? Sure. But also I was dealing with, you know, cervical cancer. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, your body just doesn't really do a great job with producing these eggs. And that was me. So, you know, we would get so long in the process and you would just get one egg sometimes. Sometimes you would get 11. Sometimes you would get two. Well, well, then you want to mix in your husband's sperm and make embryos and you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. And then you don't have any and you just feel I and so I How ended up having to do, do IVF. I did nine or I did eight rounds of IVF. And don't you always feel like Carissa, like every vacation I was on every event I had to go to, I was shooting up like I feel it. Like I so many of our vacations were affected by my freaking IVF. This was like my first summer. I didn't have mm-hmm. to. We were in Montana. I, you know, Kelly and Matthew wanted to stay longer. And I was like, I have to go home because I have to go get, you know, I an ultrasound. Like everything I was doing for the last nine years was affected by IVF. And it sucks because there's no like rhyme or reason. There's no right timing. You just, it's like, you don't even know when your right time is going to be. It's a crapshoot. 
And by that, it's also the phone calls and the different things that you're doing while you're trying to do your job or even the medical mm-hmm. stuff that you have to go through and wearing, you know, unfortunately, like certain things in your clothing because you had to have an operation and yeah. you're reporting on Packers Cowboys coming up in America's Game of the Week. Like there's so much. <laughs> that little game. Yeah, exactly. But that's to me, which is why when when, you know, when you, which we'll get to in a second, like told me that this embryo took and it's just like, it's so incredible. Okay. So starting at the very beginning, you had how many embryos left? Like how many, like, did you know that you could like try to get pregnant with? So we didn't have many at all. We had, as my, my doctor would say, less than a starting lineup. That's one thing I loved about my fertility doctor so much is that he knew for me, my way to kind of cope with things uh, is sports. And so I would be like, all right, what are we looking at follicle wise? And you've got, you have enough for a starting lineup. You know, this one could be your point guard. This one could be your starting quarterback, like things like that to tell me the strength of the embryos and all that stuff. So less than a handful, less than a starting lineup, which isn't great. And then we started realizing, you know, I when I was diagnosed with cervical cancer, I should have gotten a second opinion. I didn't. I went to the first doctor that told me that she could get this out, and she didn't. And she hacked me open, and I lost more of my cervix than was necessary. But unfortunately, the cancer went past the margin. So I had to have another surgery. And at that point, holding a baby was just not going to happen. Literally, we went to... When we were like, okay, am I going to try to get pregnant now after cervical cancer? We went to a lot of doctors that gave me advice about if I did go into labor while I'm working a Green Bay game or if I did go into labor while I'm working a Patriots game, I have to stay in New England. I have to stay in Green Bay for the rest of my pregnancy. Like, I cannot move. They even talked about, like, potentially stitching me up so my cervix could hold it. But unfortunately, we made the decision. There just wasn't enough there to actually carry a baby. And which was really hard. It was really hard to hear that. But COVID, Easter, we were in our house and we're normally at our friend's house who has kids, Jackie Quick. We're usually there and we're usually with everybody who has kids. And we're just here by ourselves. And we're like, this sucks. Like, this just sucks. This is, I mean, my husband's great. We love each other, but we're like, what are we doing? So it wasn't really until that Easter Because we were kind of like, well, maybe I will get pregnant. Maybe I won't go into labor. And maybe it was just like, this isn't working. I'm not getting pregnant. They don't want to use the embryos on me because I don't have very many. And the potential, I'm older. The stats are up against me. The numbers are up against me. I probably will lose the, the embryos. So, you know, finally we were like, let's just try. Let's look into surrogacy. Let's see what we can find out. And let's see if it's even for us. So probably... 2021, we really looked into it and we finally found someone. And this is a really difficult process. It's it's mentally exhausting. You literally are, you go to an agency, they look for candidates, then they send you profiles or resumes of different surrogates and maybe surrogate of her and her husband. And you kind of read it. You read it all, read all about their life. And you feel like you really think that they're a good match. You could say, I'd like to meet them. Then they read my story and they read Jarrett's story of why we need surrogacy and why we're looking to go this avenue. 
Then you get on a Zoom because nobody does anything in person anymore because of COVID. And you meet them and you talk to them and you end up crying and you end up saying, you know, thank you so much. This would mean the world to me for you to, you know, be able to have my baby. And this is what we've gone through as a family. It's a lot. It's exhausting. Then from there, you have to get legal involved and they check them out. And then you end up, you know, having them looked at. So we went through that with many, many different women. And my doctor was so, so particular and sensitive about who he chose as a surrogate because I didn't have many. So we'd get so close. And if they had one little thing wrong with them, he was like, oh my God, I I can't, I can't do this. In 2021, we found a lovely, lovely woman. We loved her so much. We adored her family, huge hockey fans. They were just perfect. They were absolutely adorable. They were right up the road. It was perfect. We went into this very, we just, we didn't really know the risk of it all. And we thought it was going to be so, so easy to do. And we ended up putting two embryos in and we lost them both. And that, was so hard. And that was actually a podcast we did. And we didn't say what it was. And I was just sobbing. I think you were in Lake Tahoe when I called you. Um, no, yeah. Lake Arrowhead, sorry. Lake yeah, Arrowhead. But I remember and... the, te- mm-hmm. the text because, because ahead, we knew like you had, you know, these embryo, like the, the, the transfer had happened and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the news. And then I'll like never forget that text that I got from you where you're like, neither of them work. And I just, yeah. my heart, like, I, I like cry thinking about it because, you know, these are, it's their goal. Like these, like when you only have a few and then yeah. just like I, my heart like broke for you in that moment. And we, like I said, we went into it so blind. We kind of just thought, well, like, well, well, let's get it over with. Let's have twins. Like it'll be like really quick and then we'll be done. Or if one doesn't take, we'll have the other. And we kind of just thought that's how it went. And so that was a really hard go for me. Jarrett was so good because he kind of like mourned and grieved right away. I remember he went upstairs and just laid in our bed with our dog and just bawled his brains out. And I just kept thinking, okay, we have to get past this. We have to get, because that's just how I am. That's how I am with like everything. Let's just, hey, let's talk about the Jets on Hard Knocks. What's going on? You know, I just don't want to get deeper. And I got really fucked up. I don't know if you remember, I was just not right. I just couldn't communicate my feelings about it. I think I was scared to move forward. What does this mean if I, we just lost these two, we don't have much left. What if we don't have success? We're now gonna have to find a different person. This is all like crazy. And I ended up having to get some help because I was actually, I know I've told you this, having a hard time like forming sentences. I just was like missing words more so than usual. You know, I'm good for that. But yeah, it was just, it made me, kind of deal with a lot. It was hard. It was really hard. But I think the biggest thing it made me do was start talking to you guys about it all mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. more. Because you're, you're, you're a tough cookie. Like you let us and us is the proverbial, you know, your friend group, your family, like we, we know when and when you don't want to open up about stuff. And it's like, it's hard because you don't want to press someone. But when you love someone so much and you care about them and you know, you know, you just want to do anything that you can for them. So that's even more of a reason why with your baby boy being, have you said his name yet, by the way, on here? Macaroni, the big Mac. Tell everyone everyone his his full name. It's Mac Roger for my grandpa who loves sports so much. Stole. So now all the more reason why Mac being here. And again, and we'll get into that other stuff of like, 
the Megan, the Megan Mitchell story of like they choose you and like everything oh happens God. for a reason. And yeah, like we I'm got a lot of years to that, talk about that. Dinner at ponchos at another night. Yeah, stay around, <laughs> stay around for episode two of the this story because it's so it's just so special. So as as on the side of heartbreak is the the side of joy. So yep. now being able to sit here and go back on this journey with you and really like think about how long it's been for you. It's a testament to who you are. And I know I've said this to you, whether it's, you know, at our pseudo baby shower, which I made you have because you reluctantly didn't want to have that. And I respect that because you don't want the attention to ever be on you, but you have worked so hard. And this baby boy is here because you and Jarrett didn't give up. And that would be the message I think. And I would hope that people like, you know, there's always another option, even if it wasn't your first choice. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Aaron, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. Aww. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just remember remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So after all of that happens, then for you, sort of what that next step was and how you kept going, even if it was so hard. Dealing with myself, talking about it with you guys was a big one for me. You know, like you said, this led us to something even and even greater. We then found our kind of angel, one of our angels, 
Her name is Stephanie Levitt. She actually runs Family Match Consulting, and her story is incredible. And she's just an awesome person. I love her so much. And she led us to our surrogate. That wasn't easy, though, either. We had actually a couple other people that we had interviewed. We got really close with another girl that we thought we were actually going to do it with, the transfer with. And that didn't work out, obviously, for all reasons that, you know, were fabulous on the other end, but at heart, very hard at the time. And Steph made this whole process just a, a wonderful experience, how it should be. And she led us to our girl and our family. And I'm trying to think, I think it was last summer, maybe that we met her. I think it was, I think it was maybe like, gosh, like May or June that we met her. And, um, yeah, we met her and we did a zoom with them and we thought that they were lovely, but it's kind of like, this is like your sixth or seventh interview with a surrogate, you know, you're like, all right, let me cry and tell you my story again. Hello. How are you? Um, but it, you know, they were great. We, we met them a few times for lunch and everything. And then when she checked out medically and everything was good, I, I was telling this story the other day, obviously I'm a person that can block my feelings, my emotions, hide behind sports, not the healthiest thing to do, but I was working a 49ers game in, I think it was probably like October, maybe the end of September, right before the transfer. And I just blocked it all out, blocked it all out, and then got on the plane to go take off back to LA. And I knew, oh no, no, that wasn't even the transfer. The transfer, that was to find out if she was pregnant. So on the Sunday, I'm flying home and I just was looking out the window and I just started bawling because I'm like, shit, yep. this is happening tomorrow. We were texting. I think I, I was like, I'm having was, a panic attack. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I was like, yeah. And then I was also grateful that you were only on a 45 minute flight because I was like, I need you on the ground. <laughs> I need you because I don't need you cross country. And then you checking out on me and all of a sudden I'm like, I can't get to you. So let's make this 45 I minutes know. and get home and get in your bed. The flight attendant was like, would you like anything to drink before we take off? Yes, I'll have three drinks. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have red, white and blue. I don't oh. care. Yeah, but it's really happening. And so that's where like emotionally you were at there. And then yeah. and then the next day, it was a crazy day. Well, first of all, leading up to that, after the transfer, it takes about 10 to 12 days to figure out if they're pregnant. So my girlfriend, Carissa Thompson and Kelly Stafford, girlfriends, drop off this huge care package to my house. It was basically the 12 days of waiting to see if you're pregnant. And each day had a note and a different gift. There were Disney magazines. There were cuddly socks. There were jammies that I wear all the time now, my Kate Spade jammies. Um, <laughs> there were bathrobes. There were lip glosses. There were like Charlotte Tilbury. Like It was just so sweet. And so of course, I had it back here, like during the podcast when we were filming. And I was like, oh God, people are going to see this. Every day, Jarrett would come down and be like, so what is day three like? What's yeah. day four like? What do you got inside? <laughs> so you guys Leave were it to amazing. So, so cute. But no, we just wanted, we, we you know, because I remember Kelly texting me and she was like, we have to distract her. And Kelly's been very, very open about her struggles about her and IVF her fertility journey. journey. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that is, I think, the thing and hopefully to anyone that's listening like the support system and whether that's your immediate girlfriends or whether that's strangers that you don't even know is that unfortunately and fortunately this community is really really big and if yeah. you lean on them those waiting rooms are packed 
if you let your friends or even strangers like support you, then you don't feel like you're so isolated. And I don't know. I mean, I have never, I haven't went on the, this, this journey that you have. You can only hope to like support somebody in that and be like, okay, we're here for you. So it was the 12 days yeah. of distraction and the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> it was so good. Thank you, baby Jesus culminated in Mac Roger Stoll because Oh my gosh. So then we get through the we cuz we're we're all in this together. You guys no, are I all just, in it. The Staffords, the, the Thompson Kanderis, like the Stoll Andrews, yeah, like we're in it. My girlfriend Jackie, Heather, Megan, my other Megan, yeah, like everybody's in it. They know yes. we're supposed to find out if she's pregnant or if she's not. And that Monday. And so usually when you find out, like last time we found out it didn't work, it was about like four o'clock in the afternoon. So I had said to you guys, like you guys were being so sweet. And a lot of times friends don't know how to react. Like they don't know what to do. They don't want to get in your way, but you guys wanted to be helpful if it didn't work. And I get that. So Kelly, tell the story. Kelly had the idea. We're just going to plan a dinner regardless. We're going to plan a dinner because I. this is what happened when Matthew won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. We're planning a dinner. We're meeting uh, at such and such restaurant. At Dan Tana's. Well, who cares what I'm going to say? At Dan Tana's. Yeah. At, let's say whatever time it was. We were going to be at 7 o'clock. And yeah. so then you're supposed to find out, I think, like around 4, right? Was that Ish, 4 or 5? Yeah. And then, and then tell everybody what happened. Well, what are you and Kelly doing that whole time? You guys are just texting, right? Like, have you heard? Have you heard? Like, of course you're updating. Do I have a wife? Again, wife <laughs> is the signal strong. I remember Steve and I were waiting at South Beverly Grill and they're like, only oh, yeah. three drinks. And I was like, I'm going to need another drink. They're like, you're already at your max psychopath. Like you got to go to another restaurant. Cause I was like, oh, we're waiting and we're waiting. And then like, as time keeps going by and I was like, oh no. Cause now you're like, oh fuck. Like, this is, this might not be good if enough times like keeps going by. So I know we were just waiting for you to tell us great news. But then we got the text that said, Yeah. So I was laying on the couch and it's like finally five o'clock. And I'm just like, I'm literally my heart is just coming out of my chat. I'm like, this is crazy. This is like torture to put people through. Jared's stomach's killing him. He's running up and down. And so <laughs> the stairs, it was. So finally I just I called the fertility clinic and I was just like, I don't want to press three for help. I don't want to press four for English. Like, just get me an operator. I don't want to hear this music. Just let me know what's going on. So my sweet, sweet nurse, who I love so much, was like, I am so, so sorry. The test results are not going to be in today. You're not going to find out until tomorrow. And I'm like, they can't do this to me. They cannot do this to me. And instantly I went into Let's call Neil Elitrosh with the Rams. Let's call somebody from the Chargers. Like, who do we know to break into the lab? Like, I literally thought, who from the... I'm going to call Sean McVay right now. I'm going to call Sean McVay and ask for help. Like, I need help to get into this lab. And she just said, I'm so sorry. There's nothing we can do. And I texted you guys and you were just like... Oh, and God. then our reaction was, how can we break it? We're going to get yeah. arrested for breaking yeah. into this lab. And we don't care. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And Jared was like, we, get your clothes on. Let's go. Let's go meet them. Like, let's go meet them and let's just go have a time because sitting here, we're going to drive each other nuts. I'm going to, you know, cause some sort of pain or whatever, like to my heart. So I was like, all right, fine. So we got an Uber. We went up to Hollywood <laughs> and we had a night. Oh my God. We had a time. In this particular case, Steve, my boyfriend had been carrying around 
this little dish with an egg, like a, a, a raw egg for how long? Like at that point, like a month Since or the transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So since the transfer, he had been carrying around this egg and continued to carry it around until we found out that, that it worked and then <laughs> kept it in our refrigerator until we met Mac. Cause he's like, we just, because we wanted to make sure through the entire pregnancy, like it was like his, I have so many pictures of Steve in Holy random places, egg. like you know the flat family things of like you take the picture of like the random cutout, like in we're in Asia, we're in the Eiffel Tower. There's <laughs> seven hundred photos in my phone with Steve with the egg, just randomly around. But yeah, so he brought the egg that night, and it was excellent. We were wild, wild. And at one point, I got way too whatever with my hands and broke the egg. And you guys realized I broke it. It was and just then- a minor crack. There was a minor crack, but I was like, okay, that's okay. That's okay. This doesn't mean anything. We're still good. Uh, but yeah, we tried to get you through that night. And then I had to leave on an early flight the next day um, to go wherever I was going. So then I was like, oh shit. Like when we find out this news, if I want to, like, I better have Wi Fi on this plane. Like, okay. So then the next day happens and I am, I have to connect through somewhere. And I remember being like, oh my God, I don't want it. Cause I don't also want to annoy you. I'm like, I need, like, what's happening? What's happening? But then I finally, like, my phone starts ringing and it's FaceTime with you and Kelly. And my plane's about to take off. And you tell me on the plane, that it worked worked. and I start crying like hysterically and I have this I have this coat over my head and it's like because I'm trying to like muffle (laughs) we're about to take off because they closed the door on the plane yeah close the door and so then you tell me it worked and I spill my coffee all over it goes down my leg down the woman next to me and they they, at this point they think I'm just hammered I'm about to get escorted off the plane because they think I've had way too many which has happened at the bar. But in this case, I was like hysterically crying, like tears of joy. And it was just, we have like stupid pictures of the FaceTime screenshots from that day. But like, oh my how, God, like that feeling for you. And remember, hold on. Remember the flight attendant going, ma'am, you need to turn off your phone and you put a blanket over you. You're like Kristen Wig and Bridesmaids. You're like, I'm sorry, totally. my friend is pregnant. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you're crying. Like you are so lucky they didn't kick you off that plane. Like I was one step away from crazy. Yeah, no, help I did. Me. I looked like a lunatic, but I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, actually, kick me off this plane. I dare you to, because I'd love to finish this conversation. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, it was so exciting. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. 
Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So then for you, so... This journey, and it culminates in like the, the news that you've been waiting, you know, the nine years, the, your whole life to hear, and like you and Jared having that moment. And then for you, like how did the pregnancy for your circuit, did it feel like it went by fast or like, cause how was that process for you? And how did it feel sort of being like, you know, just letting this, and of course she's a member of your family now, but like, you know, somebody carry your baby and mm-hmm. that's sort of all the, 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 the psychological stuff that goes with that and thinking about it daily. I feel like now looking back at it, it does seem like it went by fast. I mean, we were in the middle of a football season. The first time we went to go hear his heartbeat, I had conference calls and Zooms with the Packers and the Cowboys because they were playing that Sunday in America's Game of the Week. So I remember we went to go listen to his heartbeat and see it. And then I had to race out of there. And Jared's like, let's go celebrate. And I'm like, I have to get in the car. Zach Martin is calling me. I've got to do an interview with Zach Martin as my husband's at the bar, you know, having two Savion Blancs celebrating, hearing our kids' heartbeat. And then I'm like, hey, we got to make this quick because we got we have Aaron Rodgers at three o'clock. He's like, can we toast our kid? Like, really? So, you know, it's like I was like trying to cram in a football season and then deal with, you know, this, you know, pregnancy. But it did seem fast, I think, looking back at it now. She was everything, is everything that we and anyone could ever want in a surrogate. Super calm, super chill, the opposite of real mama, so positive maybe the opposite of real mom. No, I'm kidding. Um, She's a mom already. She has two kids of her own. She has four kids total, but she also has her husband. She is a great wife. She's a great friend. So she's like everything we wanted in a surrogate. And then that even like culminated in the delivery. Like we'll get to that, but she was such a freaking baller through that. So she's amazing. She's everything I'm not in terms of being calm. So chill. She knew she'd done surrogacy before. She's a mom. She just kind of really led us through it, held our hand, which was incredible. Also a sports fan. Here's a fun one. When I had my playoff games, she would turn the TV up so he could hear my voice. They did the same thing for Jarrett when Jarrett was on TV so he could hear Jarrett. So yeah, they just got it. And they really just guided us through this whole thing. It was awesome. That is so special because we've talked about this. 
there are not enough words to describe the selflessness of a surrogate. Yes. Yes. Like I, I don't even, uh, and I would love, I mean, I know that there, of course there's the anonymity and rightfully so whatever, but like, I just want to do like a whole like conversation Mm -hmm. with like, how and why and all the things and and obviously you know let's talk various to Steph on the podcast one time let's bring her in yeah we should we definitely should but like wow what an incredible person to to do that I mean that is like the ultimate yeah. act so that's so and so thoughtful like oh mm-hmm. you know because again you hear all the time like babies in the womb can like hear music and so for her to turn up your voice that's so sweet. I know she's the best. She was the best. And like, you know, just to fast forward to delivery and all that stuff, that's where, you know, we had a great relationship with them. We'd go meet them. We'd text them. We were on a family text chain with them, everything like that. But it wasn't until the delivery that it was like, wow. I mean, she just, I mean, it it just, the relationship just moved to a whole different place. And, um, we had a little bit of like kind of an emergency in the delivery room, nothing major. She just dilated really, really fast. He dropped, they wanted to, um, you know, kind of get his heartbeat, like back chill, like they didn't lose his heartbeat, but they wanted to get him ready for delivery. And that's stressful for the baby when they're going through the birth canal, all the things we talked about it countless number of times. Am I going to be in there? Am I going to watch? What am I going to do? I don't know. We have a good friend that just went through surrogacy. He and his wife were so lovely to me to tell me what they did. And that really helped a lot. But once again, my surrogate, she guided us through this with her husband as well. And we kind of walked in and they were working on getting the baby calmed down before delivery. They also wanted to get her doctor in there in time because the doctor had left. Nobody thought she was going to give birth that quickly. And she, you know, everybody's kind of yelling and I'm up against the wall and I'm like, oh God, what's happening? And I said to Jared, should we be here? Should we be here? Should we be here? And he's like, we're fine. We're fine. But I had my head facing the wall because I didn't want to be in the way of the doctors and the nurses and a lot was happening. They were trying to stabilize a lot of things. And Jarrett was seeing a lot of stuff. So then all of a sudden a nurse grabbed me and said, she wants to hold your hand. She wants to hold your hand. And I was like, I don't want to get in the way. And she's like, go be with her. So they grab me. I walk around. Why am I getting emotional? And I just grab her hair. It's the most unbelievable thing. And then I'm like, Jared, Jared, come be with me. She grabs my hand, Carissa. And this woman, like, uh, like she's giving birth. I look at her. She's got one tear just coming down her eye. One tear. She was like, I'm just an angel, a machine, just crushing. And at that moment, Jarrett and I turned into like the biggest sports fan. And we're like, come on, you can do it. Like you got this girl. And I think I've showed you this picture. I think Jarrett has. And and this is where I'm so proud of my husband. And I'm just like really following his lead in this is that he, we have this picture and he can't wait to show everybody. It's the perfect picture of what surrogacy should be. I'm kissing my girl on the head and Jarrett is just holding the nurse as she's like cleaning up Mac. And he's like, you know, he looks like he won another cup. And it's like, that is the perfect picture of surrogacy. And he just like, you know, they gave us Mac and we was like, oh my gosh, okay. And it was just so crazy. But then Jarrett could not wait to give him to our girl to just be like, well, look what you did. It was amazing. 
That says everything about who you are. If you have a fantastic experience, that's what you feel like. That's what you feel like because you're just like, you knew that, yeah, this person's giving a birth, but this person is giving birth to your kid and they are like rock stars doing it. Jarrett couldn't wait. And he has this picture, like he shows it to everyone. I, I know he probably showed it to you and Steve, but like, he's like, look at this picture. This is the first time she saw him. Like, it's so sweet. And then we... We had a moment when we said goodbye to her in the hospital the next day, and she came in to say goodbye, and all her family was with her, and that was really emotional, and like she said bye to Mac, and Jarrett closed the door, and he walked back into the hospital room, and he was just crying, and I was like, what's happening? And he goes, that's it. Like, it's just she did so much, and that's it. I'm like, that's not it. She's a part of our family forever. Like, that's not it. But yeah, it was really cool. That whole thing is like another level. I remember you just said that, um, you know, you know who you're talking about, who helped you sort of uh, from from that outside perspective of what to expect. So if you could give anybody advice, yeah. I know it's it's so fresh because Baby Bear is like brand new. What advice do you have for mothers that are on the other side of, you know, waiting for their surrogate or just sort of like, what kind of wisdom can you now bestow upon someone that might be listening that's like, hasn't had their baby yet or is thinking about this sort of your big takeaways on the chapters of surrogacy and sort of what you've learned throughout this like incredible process? It's a lot. It's so much to take in mentally. And I would recommend being with a great group that, um, like our family match consulting, our our woman, Stephanie, who matched us with the surrogacy, no text was too late or too early in the morning. No text was stupid. No question was ever, you know, dumb or, or you know, I know that's redundant, but it, she just, she literally held our hand through it. She also got to know us. So she knew who to place us with, who to match us with. And that was really helpful, especially when, you know, you even get like what you're packing when you're going to the hospital. Like, I don't know what I'm bringing, you know, like all those things. So I would say that was the number one thing for us. Family Match Consulting, this is not an ad. I can't hype her up enough. You need someone that you really trust because it is a whole new territory we had never been a part of before. You have a ton of questions. You have people in your life asking you questions. So you want to get those answered. And that was big. And another thing, uh, you know, Stephanie really guided us on is the fine the financial burden of this whole thing is incredible it it costs a lot of money to do this and it really got me to thinking and i know i talked to you a lot about it is that it is for me, I did this because I was not able to carry a baby. That was just not our option. It wasn't a luxury thing. It's not because I didn't want to be pregnant on the sidelines. I would have loved to have been pregnant on the sidelines. I think the guys would have gotten a kick out of it. I'll tell you one of those guys, and I'm going to remind you because he, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after, but okay. Who? So I told Travis, Kelsey, when I saw him at the charity <sighs> event that, you know, these happen, and I hope you don't care, but um, he's sending me a little <sighs> like something. Like I could care. I know, but like I, I told him because he said he better me be something. a badass, like baby Louis Vuitton, like thing. Um, Come on, Trav. But he was the best. so excited. It was the mm. same reaction that Terry Bradshaw gave when you showed Terry the ultrasound yeah. picture when we were in Las Vegas and the guy's face. And I, like, that's why, like, I just, I'm so excited, like, for so many reasons. But yeah, so Trav was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. like just so excited for you because you have you are the sister to so many of these guys, you know, yeah. and like they're the big brothers. And now like Mac mm-hmm. has so many 
big brothers. So it's really, yeah. really special. I think that's the part that's tearing me up because I like I've talked about all this stuff, but like I haven't talked to the boys yet, you know, and like Brian Dable texted me the other day and he read it and he's like, I'm so happy. And it was just like those boys know Wait. like, right. That. Yeah. 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 Really you're cool. the, I mean, the, the, the journey and the hours and you have spent so much of your life not being able to start your own family or or starting it later in your life because your life has been your professional career. Yeah, but that has been your family, right? And I feel the same way. I sit here and like, yeah. I don't have kids and like the, so much Those of are, the, like, That's our family. That's our family, exactly. So it's just like becomes this extended group that just is so excited for you. And I know that what you want is other people to be able to have the same opportunity that you know, you have had, and you just mentioned that there is a huge financial burden. So I think it's really special. You spoke about it, um, on, you know, the today show and the platform there. And I know that it's really important for you to be vocal about this process. So what do you want people yep. to know that maybe didn't get a chance to hear what you said earlier? On no, the we're going to, we're going to wrap up this never ending podcast after this. I do want to talk about this one point quickly. And I have two funny athlete stories about this whole thing. I do want to talk about the financial burden. That's one thing I learned a lot through this whole thing is that, you know, it, it, it a lot of people do this. Yes, for a luxury purpose, but a lot of them do it because it's their only way that they're going to have a baby. And I just, every time we would talk to Stephanie or write a check, I just thought, oh my God, think of people in the LBGTQ community, think that this is their way to have a baby for, you know, men, a lot of, uh, obviously. And then think about people who went through cancer like I did, spent all their money on these medical bills. And now if they want to have a kid and they, and this is the only way to do it, they've got to pay for IVF and surrogacy. It just a lot of it. I think we need to rethink the way we talk about it we need to make it comfortable in conversations. And then I feel like it's going to be easier for people to realize people need financial help for this. So Stephanie, who I've talked about a lot, I noticed that she would align herself with this group called Baby Quest Foundation. And she actually helped a woman go through surrogacy and she helped get it financed. And Baby Quest Foundation, I want to say it right, they actually are on a mission to make parenthood happen for those who cannot afford the high cost of IVF, surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation, egg freezing, embryo donation. They're focused on helping couples or singles in this journey, especially those who are cancer survivors, military personnel, regardless of gender and sexuality. They've given out 20 grants to help people get their babies. And this is just something that I'm really, really, really excited about aligning myself with. I just, I feel like we have a purpose. I feel like we have a voice for all this. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. So more to come on all of that. Oh, I think that's so special because it is, it's not something that you should be, you know, should feel like, oh, I can't do it because of a financial reason. So no. knowing that there's options, I think that's really special to pay it forward because that is the ultimate thing is that you have the ultimate gift now. Mm -hmm. And you've had a lot of people that have helped you along the way, but that we also, help others. You know, I, I know you're quick to deflect. Yeah. Attention, but it also starts with you and Jared and that, you know, that, that come that athlete mindset that you guys both have, like you don't give up and you didn't give up and now you have a baby boy. So I have to ask the question of like, what has been the best part about being a mother, albeit your short tenure, what has been like the greatest thing? Like what has surprised you the most good and bad, like changing diapers or like, like, give me the good, the, the, be the biggest surprise, good and bad. Um, just kind of studying his face, watching my husband with him. Jared is always oh, like, I'm your How dad. How much hotter did Jared really get? Really hot. Like holding a baby. Yeah. I'm your dad. I'm your dad. 
And then because we're both super competitive, not so much with each other, but just in life, it's like, I'll change the diaper. I want to try this because we both want to nail it. Yeah, to be better than each I other. I can attest to this. I'm, I can attest to this. I'm sitting on your couch because I was like, I need to see him immediately. Like the second, like I got over there, you, he needed his diaper change, yeah. and you guys were like, so it's really sweet to watch you guys as a team. Oh, I love you. Where it's like, oh no, you can go if you do it. Like it's just really special to see your relationship now with Jared in a completely different way, and seeing you hold a baby, like is my like magic. I'm so happy for you, Aaron. I'm really happy for I you. I love you. And I can't thank you enough for just helping and guiding me through this. And and somebody asked me the other day, when is your like real big cry going to happen? I think I'm very much like Cameron Diaz from the holiday. Like, I, I, I'm, I know it's going to come. I don't cry right away about things. And somebody told me you're going to cry when that baby, like he's a newborn now he eats, sleeps, poops. And like, that's it. It like, she's like, when he acknowledges you, when you walk into the room and he hears your voice. Um, I feel like he's doing that now, but not really two quick, funny athlete stories about this. I can't wait to get more because obviously we're announcing it today officially. Like it's been announced, but like we're commenting on it couple weeks ago, we were at the Fox seminar and you are so lovely and you are so wonderful. And you give a shout out and you say Fox's family. We have a new family edition. Rob Gronkowski is sitting there and she hears Aaron Andrews, just, you know, had newborn son, Mac. And he goes, oh, really? I was just with EA three weeks ago. I didn't know she was having a baby. <laughs> Surrogate Gronk. Surrogate. But I love him so much. Like, you know, like I was just with her three weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't notice. So it was a baggy shirt. I didn't have the. Yeah, actually, I just discovered that you could have a baby in three weeks, and I'm already back in my skinny jeans. Like it's so I God love it. It's very on brand. We uh oh my god. We saw Tom Brady in February, and um, my husband was so excited to tell him, and and they were skiing for a bit together, and then I saw Tom later that day, and he gave me a big hug, and he was like, "Congratulations!" Like. I had just come off doing the Super Bowl. Like we had a kick-ass broadcast, great game. Mahomes comes back from an injury. You know, I get Kelsey and Mahomes and I go, thanks. The game was awesome. 115 million viewers. Yeah, 115 million viewers. TV goes, congratulations. So happy for you. I was like, thanks. It was like one of the best Super Bowls I've ever worked. I was like, Mahomes, Kelsey was, I was like, we missed you, but it was a time. And he was like, I mean about the baby. And I was like, oh yeah, there (laughs) it (laughs) is. My favorite is that it's so great though, because again, and this is like one of the many reasons why I'm so excited for you because like now your first thought will be like, he's here. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Cause like, you know, like we would be sitting there and we're in Montana and Steve orders a cake and he, and the oh my cake God. says happy third trimester. And the waitress, trimester. Yeah, the, 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 the waitress didn't hear him correctly. And she, and it says happy third meester. And we all just, yeah, like, Easter. we all started cracking up because we're like, it's your third trimester. And like, just, you know, and this is Erin. She's like, happy third trimester. Like, but like, cheers, here's us. And no, it's honestly, I'm so happy. Like, Erin, you're a mom. Oh, love you. You're a mom. <sighs> Guys, when you're a mother, you know, <laughs> that's going to be, that's my favorite phrase you can say forever now. Um, wait, has he peed on you yet? You're a you mother. Oh, that was a story I couldn't tell when I got a tattoo. One of our good friends, a uh, little, uh, he was like a, he's like a 13, 14 year old. He saw this and said, Aaron, you're a mother. <gasps> yep. 
Sure am, Augie. Sure am. Um, has he peed on me? Yes. He peed on me right in the hospital that night. And then he's peed, yep, peed on me during a diaper change here and then peed through his diaper one time. So we're good. We're golden. Well, I cannot, I couldn't be happier for you. And I just can't wait for like all the stories. And like, I know now that you being able to- Oh, I got a lot of stories, guys. I got a lot of stories building up for the past nine months. I'm dying to tell you all. the other part that I'm so excited because like I'd start to say something and I'm like, nope, can't say it yet. So don't you feel like relieved? This is real scoopage. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, we're great, like, liars or actresses. We've been holding this in for nine months. We've been lying to our audience, you know? But not to ourselves. Here's a teaser for next week. Sugar water is the pit. And also, here's the other thing. I can't wait to go on a rant about this stuff you have to buy for newborns. Here's the thing. I've been for nine months keeping this in and dying to go off about it. But I am next week. When you tell me to get a bassinet (laughs) and the fitted crib sheet and... I can't find a waterproof pad protector to put with it. Just make it a package. Just make it like I'm going to Chick-fil-A and I'm getting the sandwich and the waffle fry and the Sprite. Just give it to me. Like, I don't want to have to be doing measurements and looking around. Guys, this could be a lot easier. Guys, she's a mother. She doesn't have time for this. 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 I'm a mother. Well, this is the headline of the week. Aaron Andrews and Jarrett Stoll, congratulations on your perfect baby boy, Mac Roger Stoll. Welcome to the world. I'm already obsessed with you. I ask you for like pictures every single day. I love you Aww. so much. And Aaron, I'm so freaking, freaking happy for you. Love you. Love you, love you, love you. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.